step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership. Early on a Sunday morning, I want to thank you for tuning in to Clearview Hudson Valley on your favorite local iHeartRadio station. I'm Uncle Mike, and joining me in the studio this morning are two heroes and two good friends of mine. One is no longer with vet to vet and one has taken over vet to vet but we'll get to that in a second. I'm very excited because this is going to be the inaugural run of a new segment here on Clearview Hudson Valley. You know my passion for veterans and uh, anything I can do to help the veteran community. Each week, we're going to have a segment which uh, Anthony and Adam, who I'm going to introduce in just a minute, are going to tell you the name of it. But uh, we're going to have a segment each week on the show, uh, you know, eight, ten-minute segment, talking about veterans and veterans' services and, and veterans' crisis that's going on around around the country, especially around here in the Dutchess County area. So uh, before we get started, let me introduce Anthony Cavaris, who is the – what's your new title now? Uh, MHA Dutchess Veterans Services Director. Wow, that's a, that's a big title. <laughs> and of course, my old buddy, Adam Roach, we went to different schools together. He, uh, the, both of these gentlemen are veterans. We're going to talk about their service. But Adam, who used to be in, a head of, had Anthony's position at Vet to Vet, is now the Director of Veteran Services for Dutchess County, and I couldn't be happier that he got that position. Uh, Marcus, uh, when Marcus told me, I, I, was, I, was so, I was so happy, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad you got it, because that's the right spot for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, absolutely blessed to 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 have that uh, this position now, and um, thank you so much for the county exec uh, Marcus Molinaro to um, entrust me with his veterans here in the county, and uh, it really means a lot. And I just uh, you know, like I said, I, I just love what I do, and you know, now uh, in the, in a different role here, uh, but still maintaining contact with the uh, MHA Dutchess Vet uh, Veterans Program. Um, I just, I, I really can't say any more than just absolutely blessed, really. Thank you. So before we get started, I always like everybody to have a, a little bit of background on the voices behind the microphone. So I'll let, I'll let Anthony go first. Just give a little bit of your background. You, you know, obviously you spent a long time in the military and you've been serving ever since. So uh, let them know a little bit how, how who you are and how you got to where you are. Sure. So I was uh, in the military for 34 plus years, uh, joined in 1980. Uh, and got out in uh, early 1980. I went in. I got out in uh, mid uh, 2014. So did uh, did quite a bit. I was uh, security forces the entire time uh, for the Air Force and uh, deployed uh, to Afghanistan with my last deployment. And shortly after that, I mean, it was time to go. And when you're like the oldest guy, you know, traipsing around the mud at night and you know, your balance is gone by then. The young guys are running circles around you. It's kind of like time to go. So I uh, wanted to do something different and started doing uh, human services work for veterans and uh, been doing it ever since. Started with uh, one not-for-profit and then 
uh, went to work for MHA Duchess, and this 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 position that I have now was one that I wanted for a while, so it it was kind of like a natural step for me. So, wow. And by the way, I, I, I'm, I'm always the oldest guy in the room, so I know how you feel. I never had the honor of serving, but I'm always the oldest guy in the room, so I know how you feel. Adam, you know, it's interesting. Before I let you give a little bit about your background, you brought something to mind. You did a hell of a job building a community here, and we've got the, the Hudson Valley Veterans Alliance, which you all mm-hmm. of us were a part of. Mm-hmm. But you were able to put together quite a coalition of veterans groups when you were at vet to vet because sometimes with the vet to vet even with the county, you've got some limitations of what you can do helping mm-hmm. veterans, but you're able to put that network together where when you can't do it, we can do it, or if we can't do it, somebody else. And you, so the goal is to help the veteran any way we can. Yep. And you've kind of set up a hell of a network where now we can, no matter what the situation is, usually we can find a way to. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was one of the goals um, when I first uh, got into the program. Um, there's so much out there as far as uh, – um, Support for uh, for the veterans here, especially in Dutchess County. There's there's so much out there, and that's one of the things that you know the veterans just didn't know about it. You know, uh, when I first got out, I had no idea about any of these services or anything like that. So that was one of the main things I really wanted to focus on is to bring everything together um, under one roof. So uh, you know we don't have anyone slipping through the cracks uh, to say. And um, that term where, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a, a, a child, um, I, I put it into a, it really takes a community to uh, help uh, a veteran come back and, you know, into c- civilization. And um, just, you know, even the, the not just the veteran nonprofits here, but also just the the, the entire community here in Dutchess County has is, is got our back. And um, that's so important for um a program like vet to vet to really flourish and, um, you know, be able to do what we we've, we've accomplished in the last four years. Now, Anthony, you were Air, United <clears throat> States Air Force mm-hmm. and I know Adam was in the United States Marine Corps. Yes, sir. Just give a little bit about you. You spent a few years over in the sandbox. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple, you know, sand, still got sand coming out of some boots and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, uh, 0331, uh, machine gunner, infantry, uh, uh, Marine. And, um, we were actually one of the first units to uh, step foot in Iraq back in 03. Um, seen a lot. I did a lot. Um, and, you know, that just comes with war. Um, like a lot of the vets out there, I brought it back with me. Um, struggled. Deep, deeply struggled. Um, Andrew O'Grady came to me. I'll tell you the story how I got involved with Vet the Vet. It was a uh, um, my cousin's graduation party. And uh, he approached me about this program. And uh, literally the day before, it was a Sunday, that Saturday before um, I found out one of my Marines uh, took his own life uh, with suicide. And um, that was the third one, I believe. But um, it was, uh, you know, it just just right there when he was telling about the program, you know, I looked up. I was like, this is a sign. This has got to This is something. So um, I took the, you know, took the position and um, ever since just been, you know, grinding way to um, to really uh, do what we every possible thing I can to help our vets here in the area. Um, you know, now in the position where I'm in, it's it's not just the, the mental health aspect of it. Now it's the claim aspect of it, which I'm learning, you know, as I go. And I love every part of it. Um, but just to, you know, see where the veterans are and all the vets that, you know, I dealt with that mental health. Now they're coming in here to my office with the claims and we're able to put some claims in for them and get some money for them that they, they deserve, that they had no idea was out there. So, um it's just the wraparound services here that we provide, and it's uh, unbelievable. It really is. So both of you, you know, 
anyone who has never served, and especially never served in a forward base, whether you're in combat or around combat, there's no way of understanding what you guys go through. Uh, but the goal of what you do and what, what I try to help with is, is to bring the soldiers all the way home. Because it takes, it takes a long time to come all the way back sometimes. Some of them, unfortunately... You know, there was an article, you know, we were talking before we went on the air that uh, it kind of got buried in a newspaper that should have been on the front page. Uh, we've been talking for a long time. You see the number of 22 a day committing suicide. Well, that number is a lot higher than that. It's yeah. been higher for a long time. That number is from quite a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, sadly, even though all the efforts we've made, it's gone up. There's more suicides now than ever. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that shouldn't be happening. Nobody should serve this country and put their life on the line and come home here and, and not be able to, to, to adapt and come back all the way home and, and have to take their own life. That, that is, it's a crime is what it is. Yeah. And it shouldn't be happening. And that's the effort of what we're all trying to do here. So let's talk about that a little bit, though. The transition is so hard sometimes for a soldier. Um, yeah, yeah. The transitions is, is I'll, I'll let Anthony uh, talk about the uh, the Dwyer program, which is the vet to vet, and um, the statistics for that. Um, and you want to go go off of that? Yeah, and and let me just say too, the the numbers do go up and down, um, but it's it, the number is, you know, it's really hard to quantify because so many uh, suicides are not counted as suicides. Um, I remember just when I was just starting to get into this um, and just started with the HVVA and uh, we had, we lost a guy, uh, Justin, young guy, went to some, uh, you know, events with us, uh, seemed really well adjusted. And, you know, one day he goes in a garage, closes the garage, opens his windows and starts the car. And, you know, I, I, I learned a lot from that because it took all of us by surprise. Um, we found out other things afterwards, like, uh, you know, his family support system, um, how he was doing in school. There was so many other factors that went into it. And, you know, I, I started picking up a sense of, hey, I have to listen better when people are, are talking about what they're going through because mm -hmm. um, they do hide it very well. And um, in the Dwyer program, so far, everybody who's gone into the Dwyer program, um, knock on wood, has survived. Uh, we've not had a suicide yet um, in our client base. Um, and that's, that's an amazing thing. Um, we're going to try to keep that going for as long as possible. And we're going to try to hit every veteran out there that actually needs us. And we're going to try to do what we can for them. There's so many things that... Um, they're going through. We have veterans that are not just suffering from mental health issues and, and uh, you know, suicidal thoughts, depression, guilt for surviving. There's veterans that didn't do very well in the military. And we have to take care of those guys too because they're suffering from a lot of mental health issues. Um, but there's also uh, veterans that have TBI and it's not been diagnosed correctly yet. And we have that issue that we have to do. Uh, financial issues, homeless issues, everything. It's just. And I'm going to chime in here real quick. Um, it, it's important, you know, we're talking about, you know, veterans um, and the issues that they have, but it's it's so important for the listeners out there. Um, it, it, the veteran's not going to come to us. It's, you know, he or she, uh, we're stubborn. That's just in our nature. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't want to admit anything's wrong and we're, 
you know, we, we chose to serve to help. And um, that's one of the things that uh, a lot of the calls that we make um, or that a lot of the calls that we get are from the family members, the friends and the loved ones, um, you know, Hey, I got so-and-so, uh, they haven't left the basement here, um, drinking nonstop every day, blacked out. Um, it, it, it's there, what, what can we do? Okay, so the approach that we do um, all the time is, hey, uh, actually, I don't, I don't know, should I say tell the approach on there if it's anyone? Well, we have different approaches where we uh, um, have different ways to engage with the vet and get them involved with our program. And once that involvement is, you know, they they we get them out and stuff like that. Um, you know, you could just see right away how how they're flourished. You know, it's it's amazing. The to, the thing with the with the vet to vet program is that it's it's really not clinical, right? Yeah, it's definitely. it's therapeutic, but it's not therapy, and so it's easy for the veteran to engage with us. It's other it's all veterans, and we don't approach it in a way like, hey, there's something wrong. You're broken. We're going to fix you. It's not like that. We just try to engage with them, let them know that they have a team that's out here for them that they can talk to. Sometimes it's just a matter of visiting with them, having some coffee, mm -hmm. treating them like a human being. Like be let part them, of that team. Let yeah. Be part of a team again. And uh, yeah. that's one of the things that the veterans really, really miss is that they were such part of this I mean, think about you. You're you're with people, even whether you deployed or not. You're part of a team. You train together. You know, you sleep in the same building. Some many times in the same room. I know we had these hooches that were built for four, and we had sixteen people in them. So you know, you were Air Force. You had on, luxury man. resorts. You kidding I was, me? I was security forces. <laughs> yeah, like okay. uh, you know. You guys had people picking up your plates in the jowl, bro. Uh, right. yeah. <laughs> but that that type of stuff right there, you know, that's the... It's interesting <laughs> because I never had the honor of serving, but having been around you guys, I got a good friend of mine that tells me all the time, it's okay not to be okay. I've heard that a thousand times. <laughs> that's Adam big, yeah. says that all the time, and it's yeah, true. It definitely it's is. It's so simple, but it, it's, it's a thought that you've got to get through to them because the point you just made is you were part of a unit. And now all of a sudden you come back home and that unit is disbanded. And a lot of times you're, you know, you've changed because of what you went through and the people you come home to have all changed. And all of a sudden you're isolated, you're alone and you're dealing with all this by yourself, first of all, yeah. which is hard enough to deal with if you've got a support group. And now you're by yourself. And the point you made about veterans, you're trained for survival is what you're trained for. Mm -hmm. And you're very proud of that. And, and that's what you've achieved during your, your time in the service. Now you're thrown back here, and, and sometimes those survival instincts don't stay with you. You know, you don't have that because everything's gone around you. You're all by yourself, and that's got to be a tough place to be in, and that's where you guys come in. When you come in, I've, I've seen it a thousand times. A veteran will talk to another veteran. Mm -hmm. When they know you've been through probably what they've been through or something like it, and it's only common sense. Mm -hmm. You know, you, 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 you're not going to tell me about it because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I had a World War II guy from the honor flight tell me once we were talking. He says, when I came home, I could tell my wife how cold the water was that we were in. But I could tell you, you were in the water with me. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know how cold it was. When he made that analogy, it all made sense to me. He says, My wife is never going to understand how cold that water was. She wasn't there. But you were in the water, you know. And that's the ideology that you guys have to, that's how you make your breakthrough and try to, once you get in there, then you can help. Yep. Absolutely. Well, it's the, the thing too, like when you train as a team, right? These guys are not just coworkers. And, uh, you know, that's another thing that's really hard to explain to someone who's, well, I work with people, you know, but it's not really the same thing because when you're uh, in a military unit, a team, you, the person on the left of you, on the right of you, in front of you, behind you, you kind of depend on them for everything, for life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be late on my report if my coworker doesn't help me. It's uh, I could get killed if my, you know, partner here doesn't watch my back. You know, it's just a different kind of brotherhood. And a step further, they're relying on, and they're relying on you. Yeah. Right. So you've got a purpose. All of a sudden, you come home here. Some people feel they don't have a purpose anymore, mm-hmm. and they can't get back into that that rhythm, and that's when the trouble really arises, right? So, um, starting next week, we're going to start having a segment on here every week for the last ten minutes or so of the show. And what are we going to call it, Anthony? It's <laughs> uh, a great name, Hudson Valley Sit Rep. Want to explain no. what that is? Veteran sit rep. Veteran sit rep. All right. Veteran sit rep. And what does that mean? So uh, in the military, we used to do a situation report. Short term, uh, short name for it is sit rep. And basically, it's the how you report everything that's going on, like, you know, your numbers, your how much ammo you got left, how much water you have left, how much uh, food is left, uh, you know, all the equipment, uh, what you saw. It's a situation rep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw 18 people dressed this way. We have this much outlets, a whole situation report. So uh, for us, the situations report is going to be how our veterans are doing, but what's going on in the community, uh, what's available out there for them, how they can get their benefits, um, how they can get help from vet to vet, from the HERO program with MHA, from the VETTAP program from the Hudson Valley Veterans Alliance, from all the other groups that are out there, Semper Fi, whoever it is, we're going to have, we ha- we've built a huge network of agencies. Um, if there's something that a veteran needs that we can't get it, we'll get it. it, it we'll <laughs> figure out a way. You know, it may take us a while, but we will figure out a way. I have some situations right now that are really tough to try yeah. to figure out, but we're going to do it. We'll figure also it out. Also with, uh, you know, uh, give you updates with the VA and, um, uh, what's going on as far as, uh, you know, the VA services and, you know, with COVID going on and everything, a lot of things are shut down. So we'll give you uh, all the information with that, how to go about, make your appointments, get your medicine and, uh, you know, prescriptions filled and, um, and, you know, telehealth and just talk about everything that's concerning. That's you're you're concerned about. So, um, again, you know, our numbers are out there. So give us a call if you want us to mention anything and bring it up here. Um uh, please let us know because you you are not the only one that uh, has that question. I can guarantee you that. And I think one of the important parts of the, the, the segment that we should focus on every time is how the civilian population can get involved and help. Mm-hmm. Because not for nothing, but 
I I respect both of you guys because I have my freedom because you were willing to go risk your life. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I don't ever forget that. No matter, and I don't care where you served, you raised your right hand and swore to defend the Constitution no matter what. So you were ready to take that on, and you did that for me. You did that for everybody that didn't serve. So we have an obligation as civilians to try to help this. You know, you went and did that, you know, and it may be a lot of simple things that people don't realize they can do, but I think that should be part of it. We should try to figure out how, and and there are times when the civilians can get involved. Obviously, they can donate to all these uh, uh, different organizations they're involved with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the past six months with COVID. Now, we had a, a few months where we had... You were still with Vete Vete. Yeah, we had you coming on the radio a couple times a week with <clears> this because <throat> you were having a hard time reaching people. Yep. It was. And, um, you know, Uncle Mike, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I'll tell you what, that first, like, two weeks um, uh, when COVID hit, we were completely isolated, working from home. And um, one thing that Anthony and I talked about is how important we need to keep the communication lines open for our vets because we're sitting here preaching about going to our events and coming out and not isolating and it's worked and it really it's proven that it's worked and we have the vets uh, you know that we have this one veteran that hasn't left his house in like two years and we finally got him out and uh vietnam vet and uh, literally changed his changed his life really and um now once covid hits now we're telling him listen you, you know protect yourselves protect your people don't go outside don't don't go out if you don't need to and um that first two weeks you know on the phones Okay, everything's good. And then, then you just hear the despair and the voices, and it's just you can you can actually hear it and feel it, and you feel so bad. And it's just like, what can you do, really? So it's just um, it was a constant keeping the lines of communication open. You know, like any recovery, and that's really what this is. When you come home, it, it becomes a recovery, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Any recovery, isolation is the worst thing that can happen. You've got to have someone, at least someone, at least you can talk to. And, and someone you can relate to who you know relates to what you're going through. That's what we talked about, the veteran connection. So, but it's had to have been tough. I mean, with, you know, and, and, and a lot of the problems we have from, from the nonprofit side is a lot of the fundraising we rely on we couldn't do. And a lot of those events, you've got a lot of veterans, and we all know it. There's a lot of guys that show up at all the events, and sometimes that's their only socialization. It really is, yeah. Yep. So that got shut down completely, and it's still virtually shut down, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, so for almost all the organizations that I work with, um, fundraising has like pretty much just stopped. I mean, the the Elks donated some money recently, thank God, because they were like pretty much, yeah, the Poughkeepsie Elks were. But um, as far as the isolation, when we started doing our meetings again, um, we had to expand our space. We lost the places that we were doing the meetings at because they wouldn't allow us. But we finally were able to do our groups again and uh, we had to space everybody apart. You know, we had to do the all the COVID checks before they came in and everything. But the, they were so happy. I was going to say, how to awesome start. was that first group? They were so <laughs> happy to finally be yeah. back in a group. They were like, oh, my God, I don't know how. It was, it was I, pretty You know, cool. if it, it really lasted cool. any longer, thank God we're doing the groups again. And, and uh, yeah, so that was, you know, it's something that we built on. And then all of a sudden that stops. It was pretty hard times. Why don't we, I'm speaking with Adam Roach, who's the Director of Veteran Services for Dutchess County, and Anthony Cavaris, who is the Program Director for uh, MHA Dutchess Vet to Vet Program. Uh, and Vet to Vet is interesting uh, with both of you. So it's a peer mentoring mm-hmm. 
organization is what it is. I mean, that's the core of it. And you've expanded it into a lot more things, but that's the basis. That's where it starts from. It's for, you know a veteran talking to another veteran about shared experiences, and that's the core. You're and right. I can tell you, I've watched both of these guys that and we've been somewhere, and they'll get a phone call about somebody who's in, in, in trouble, and, they, and they'll get in their cars and they'll go find them mm-hmm. because that's the only way to do it. So as you as you move through this COVID experience, it's something none of us have ever gone through. You guys have got a lot of experiences with a lot of different things, a lot of horrendous things you went through. But this was different. I mean, this was an attack, really was, mm-hmm. on, on, the, on, our, on the world, but on our country especially. And everybody's had to learn how to adapt. And so what are some of the ways, I mean, you came on the radio and you were talking about what was going on, but h- how did you get through that, the two of you? How did you finally bridge the gap where you, you finally get out there and, and, and just start seeing people? Because now you're, you're, you know, you've got all kinds of regular, and, and you especially now, you're working for a government agency, so mm-hmm. you've got to abide by their rules. Yeah, yeah, um, it's it's outside the box thinking, really. Um, with vet to vet, um, when I was over there, it's the the drive-bys where we're mm-hmm. going to the houses, you know, via vehicle, and just so they can see your face and things like that. Um, and now with um uh, the division, uh, we have a program. It's called Vet Pro, where we can actually. Um, do claims virtually and send it over to uh, it's you know on a tablet. We can at events and you know once events start happening, but we can send it over to the veteran and where they do a digital signature and go from there and submit the claim. So uh, it's that not not so much hand to hand or combat hand to hand contact. Um, you know, but I I still really miss that. You know, just miss the events we have, uh, Uncle Mike. You're at all of them and. You could tell, you know, turning up the volume at the end, and because everyone's just talking nonstop, and you got to make the announcement. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we had to think of some ways to start doing events again because we hadn't had an event. All our events started getting canceled one at a time. Our bowling event, or you know, sunset, but everything was getting canceled. And so we came out. One of the things we just recently did was the uh, car side event, which was kind of like a drive-in that we did. Uh, we showed the movie War Horse, and uh, one of Tyler Mendelson's, a guy that works for me, um, a short film that he did called The Hunt, and we got food from a local uh, business, and uh, we gave them food, a movie, everything. Uh, Sheriff's Department showed up because it was a little loud, but then they s- stayed and watched the movie, so that was good. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it was like uh, I said, outside the box thinking. Outside the box thinking, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, we delivered some food. We did the chow hauling event. We're going to do another one real soon, um, which was a collaboration between uh, the MHA Duchess Veterans Programs and uh, Hudson Valley Veterans Alliance. And we got a lot of food. And Adams. Delivered it at Adams. The next one's going to be at an Acme in uh, Opal Junction. Mm-hmm. So. so one of the events that we've been trying to do for a couple of years now is, is kind of a weekend encampment for, for veterans with every service you can imagine. Uh, we have a location for that now. I haven't told you guys yet, but we have a location to do nice. that. And we're probably going to shoot for the springtime, I hope, to put that together and make it an annual event. They do it out in California. They make a weekend out of it. And mm-hmm. everybody, all the veterans are welcome. You know, maybe they'll be able to get a shower and some clothes. And But, but more importantly, all the counseling people will be there. And they can kind of take their time and wander around for the day and at their own pace start to find out about mm-hmm. what they can get involved in. So this segment we're going to do each week, 
Uh, it's going to be Anthony and, and Adam in charge of it, and they're going to decide what topics we want to talk about. If they've got guests that they want to bring in, we'll bring guests in. But we're going to spend 10 minutes of the show each week, and uh, it's the Veterans Sit Rep is going to be the name of it. Um, really quickly, before we run out of time, give your contact information, Anthony, and I'll let Adam give his. And Sure. Let me see if I could read this without my glasses. Um, you know, old. Put your sunglasses back on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the office number is 845-473-2500, extension 1364. And my work cell is 845-453-4263. And that's for Vet-to-Vet. That's for Vet-to-Vet. If you're trying to get a hold of the Hudson Valley Veterans Alliance, uh, that's 845-325-6965. And for Veteran Services, the Dutch Veteran Canada. Services is 845-486-2060. That's 486-2060. Um, I don't have a work cell yet, but that will definitely, you know, Uncle Mike, you know, I give that out and answer yeah. it and go everywhere. So uh, that will, uh, as soon as I get it, you'll know about it. And, um, you and, know. and if you're scrambling right now for a pencil to write this all down, uh, we'll have all the information on all the organizations up on our, all our websites and our, our social media. And you can always get a hold of me here because I can get a hold of these guys at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cell number is 845-401-2598. You can call me um, and I will you know, direct you in the right yeah. direction, whether it be Adam or Anthony or whatever organization that, uh, that, that needs you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's really cool. We'll make this work. We'll, we'll make it a, a, a weekly thing. Uh, it's available on this show. It's available on the podcast. And uh, it'll be up to you guys to figure out topics each week. And uh, we'll pick a topic each week mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that the topic is discussed and, and whatever uh, information they need. So anybody listening, sooner or later, you're going to hear something and go, like, wow, that's something that applies to me. Maybe I should get involved. Also, any, everyone listening, uh, if you have a topic that you don't know about and you want to discuss, give us a call. And, uh, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it addressed and uh, maybe have you come on there with us. Sure. Yep. My email here is Mike Hansen at iHeartMedia.com. If you've got some suggestions that you don't get to these guys with, send them to me and I'll forward them to them. Mm-hmm. But I'm really looking forward to this. I think it'll be a great outreach every week to talk about something different that's going on in the community. It's something good, something bad, something that needs to be addressed. But we'll get it out there at least and uh, we'll see how it goes, all right? Yep. And all our organizations are, we know we have web pages and Facebook pages. Sure. So they can look us up. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll get it all out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the fastest 30 minutes in radio as usual. We're, <laughs> we're, we've got another 30 minutes or so we could talk, and we will. We'll keep doing this each week. But uh, thank you two guys for coming out this morning. Thank you for what you did for your country, what you did for us, and what you continue to do, how you continue to serve for your for your brothers and sisters who served alongside you. So Absolutely. Thanks, thanks for coming up. out, guys. Thank, thank you, you, Uncle Mike. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Clearview Hudson Valley. And I want to remind you that all the episodes are available on the Clearview Hudson Valley podcast, available at iHeartRadio.com. I'm Uncle Mike, and if I don't see you out and about, I'll catch you on the radio. Have a great week, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.